Welcome to the Lynn Sanity, a podcast for the Running Hook Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Lynn Sanity Podcast, part of the Running Hook Podcast Network. And before you get to this beautiful podcast, uh, please uh, do not be afraid to uh, review uh, subscribe, do whatever you got to do uh, to to help our, our network. This is an opportunity when you review, give us some five star ratings, uh, just to give us an idea, give us some feedback on you know, hey, what can we do to uh, improve uh, our pods, or what what are we doing right now that you wish that you could hear more of, or the guests that you want to hear more from that uh, we want to bring on, or the hundred the list goes on. Uh, you know, we we appreciate that every time. Uh, so please. Uh, do not be afraid uh, to do that. And so uh, with that, with that being done, Bryce, I mean, this is this is arguably our favorite time to do this podcast. I mean, we always like doing the previews. We do. Uh, I, I'm so I'm I'm, ex- I'm really excited to get this going. And, you know, I'm very excited to bring on this guest who has not been on the Lynn Sandy platform for, I believe, two years. <laughs> Wow, I believe it's two years. Wow, wow, wow. Well, yes. I mean, Kayla, we are we are here. We are here to start NFL previews, folks. I believe we are forty nine days away from from kickoff of of week one. Yeah. Uh, So I am very excited. Yeah. And I'm excited for this guest too. Oh, I am definitely excited. I think the, <laughs> the diehard Lindsanity fans are going to enjoy uh, having DJ Deke a part of That's this right. podcast discussing the <laughs> NFC North, uh, discussing Green Bay, uh, Chicago, Minnesota, and, you know, Deke, your favorite team, the Detroit Lions are in this division. And, uh, you know, I'm very excited to have you on, Deke. I'm excited to hear your analysis. Uh, I'm looking forward to just the discussion that's going to be taking place within this division. I'm excited to be here. It's been way too long since I've been on. Absolutely. So I'm excited for this conversation. <laughs> Yeah, it, it, it'll be it'll be great. And, you know, it's even it's, it's I'm literally I think it's been two years. It's been way too long. Uh, that's uh, that's something that my uh, that, that Alex should fire me for. But, hey, you know, we're, we're here We're we've got this going. And, and so we'll jump right in. Uh, and typically what we've done in the past is create our own order, Bryce. But this year we're going to mix it up a little bit just to keep things easier and uh, make some sense for people that are following and listening at home. Uh, we're simply just going to do. The team names in the division, uh, just alphabetically. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> oh, I didn't even pick up on that, honestly, when, when NFC, I was looking at it. When the Me NFC either. North, <laughs> with, when it comes to the NFC North, when it comes to you know the South or the West, it's you know, in this case, it will be Chicago, uh, the Chicago Bears, uh, the Detroit Lions, the Green Bay Packers, Minnesota Vikings. Just basically thinking of it from A to Z to help you follow, rather than just kind of picking out our own order. Figured that. Uh, might make a little bit more sense. And so uh, that means for us, gentlemen, we have to start with the team that is always uh, a Linsanity popular favorite uh, when it comes to potential get the sack candidates, when it comes to a team that doesn't have a great season uh, in the Chicago Bears. And so what I'm going to do first, Deke, is I want you to take the floor. What what are your opinions of the Chicago Bears this season? <laughs> well, it's going to be pretty similar to last season. I think they're going to fall along the same lines as last season. I think it's definitely a step up that they got rid of Matt Nagy and at least got Eberflus. Um, I mean, they did, lose, they did lose Mac, and that's going to definitely hurt him on the back end. And I'm still seeing him here really low. Maybe the fourth, the fourth team in the NFC North for sure. Bryce? I can't disagree with our with our wonderful <laughs> guest here. The Chicago Bears are in a state of disarray. I I know we have clowned them for you know the past few years, and we clown them when they hire Matt Eberflus with with other coaches on the table. Right. But they have they basically had a fire sale on every good player possible yeah. that was worth something. And they still have 
no offensive line. I don't even feel like they have prospects on that offensive line, like young guys that they're you know they're going to be good. They just no, need to figure yeah. it out. Like not even close. They completely re- done away with half of their defense. Um, give me a break that Robert Quinn's going to get 18 sacks again this season. Miss me, please. Um, I'm not thrilled with their secondary. I mean, Eddie Jackson's the best one on that secondary, and he's the free safety. I mean, good luck with that. But, yeah, I predict a, a fourth a fourth place finish as well. I I. <laughs> I agree. I agree. So that's where I'm at with Chicago, Caleb. That's where I'm at. They are a team that I definitely thought, you know, when you're thinking about this division, uh, in terms of taking a step back, uh, this is the team that that comes to my mind. S- simply just just because it doesn't really, I don't really think they, they did enough, right? They didn't change the complaints that people had of them. They didn't really improve upon those. Uh, they're trying to go internal, I, I think, Bryce, with, with some of this. I, I don't know if it's going uh, to necessarily work. But, you know, I think the big question that everyone's trying to figure out is, you know, what do you even look at the season for Justin Fields? How, how do you see uh, – how are you trying to value – uh, his his season here because you know your backup is Trevor Simeon. You do not have a good backup. You you are you Simeon's are fine. No 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 he's not. He's not a good backup quarterback. Oh, he's not. He's not. He's not. He's a fine backup quarterback. And and Justin Fields is a and Justin Fields has a lot of pressure on him to to be a you know a, a competent starter, Bryce. I think and and I think some of that might be out of his control because of the lack of personnel that they gave him. I mean, what do you see when it comes to maximizing his skill level? Well, I think you just have to put him in a place to succeed. And and I don't know that the bears have done enough to do that. Like I mentioned, I mean, zero offensive line, you got to give the kid time to throw, you know, he can make plays when he's got time to throw and he didn't have it last year. He's scrambling around. Um, and he's going to do that again this season. And, and I don't know that you put you didn't put the right weapons around him. Uh, he does have he uh, has an obvious connection with Darnell Mooney. I think Mooney can be a good receiver in this league. I think he'll take a step this season. Yeah. But Byron Pringle doesn't move the needle for me. Trading for Nikhil Harry doesn't do it for me. Signing Equine, uh, uh St. Brown from the Packers doesn't do it for me. And then you you draft Vellis Jones Jr., who is like one of the oldest guys in the draft, who is just another speedster. I just see a bunch of speedsters and gadget guys around him outside of Darnell Mooney. I, I, I just don't. I don't understand what they're doing. I think they're going to rely heavily on David Montgomery in that run game um, and Khalil Herbert as a nice little spell for Montgomery. But for Fields, I could be wrong. I predicted this as well. I could max a ceiling. What I see for Fields this year is a season similar to Jalen Hurts last season. And I know that's a bold take because he ran for like 700 yards and and did decent throwing the football. But I mean, that that's kind of where we're at. Because I think he's going to have to scramble a lot. And he's going to, I know he doesn't like to make plays with his feet. He hated it at Ohio State, but he made some in the NFL. And I think he's just going to have to do it until they, they finally commit to fixing this offensive line. Well, and, and Deke, you're, you're a Lions guy. You're seeing these teams two times a year. You're seeing them, you know, whether direction they're going younger or, you know, if they're going, you know, at the Rogers direction in Green Bay. Does this Chicago Justin Fields era, when you think about it from a Detroit Lions fan, I mean, is this something you even, this isn't something you really think about as something frightening in the long term right now, is it? I mean, it's kind of, it, it seems like it's just a, you know, they're trying to put band-aids on things rather than trying to permanently address some needs here. Yeah, and you're exactly right. It's like, how are you going to be better than a six and eleven team when your second best option would be Byron Pringle or Cole Komet? <laughs> even at that, you're not even going to give him time to get into the pocket. And you were talking about David Montgomery earlier. How is he going to get the time to get out of the? I agree. Get past the line of scrimmage when the O line just going to fold as soon as the ball snapped. It's just it's ridiculous. You can't get even. I don't even have him projecting going past five wins this year. 
I, I agree. Oh, wow. I, I agree with that. I think the, the I think they're, to they're that bad. To add, huh? to add on to that, I think they're the worst team in the NFC. I think that, you know, in terms of current, in terms of roster construction right now, it's, it's a disaster. I, I, I agree with you, Bryce. I think Mooney takes a step uh, in the right direction. I just am not really sure how big that step is, uh, but I don't think they have any supporting cast. And I think that eventually hurts somebody like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm not convinced in their franchise building. You know, what are your fans rallying around? If you're arguing Justin Fields, that's hard to do. It's, it's really hard to do if you're a Bears fan, because if you're an organizational you know, if you're a front office person, Bryson, and you're speaking to the media on, you know, what what should excite me as a fan? If you argued to me, Justin Fields, I would be like, okay, then then what's going on with the offensive line? Why do I have Willie Wright as right guard? Why did Te- Tevin Jenkins a second round pick? Uh, why is he? not becoming better for us. We traded up for him and he's a second unit guard. I mean, like, like Bryce, there's just a lot of things here in Chicago that I think should give fans a lot of frustration. I don't think David Montgomery should be the best player on their offense, but that's it. That's what he is. I don't think that uh, I think defensively, you know, going looking at this real quick here, guys, uh, I agree with Bryce. I'm done with Robert Quinn. I'm, I just don't think he's got it anymore. I'm, I'm not kind of predicting an, an off year. And, 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 and this is a defense that just isn't, I just think it's going to get torched. It's just, it's just going to get torched. They have no defensive line. Uh, they have, they have weaker corners than Detroit, Deke. They got no nothing. I mean, you you've seen you've seen you've seen some weak defenses over the years. Does this does this rank as one of the weaker defenses on paper for you? Oh, for sure. Just because what was it last year? Just Cohen Mack was all of the defense. Yeah, nothing yes. else. Yes. Nothing else. Yeah. So take that away, and what does that leave you with? A whole bunch of nothing. So you're just gonna throw. You're gonna run. It's it's not gonna be stopped. It's just gonna be a heavy loaded side of the game. Yeah. And, and Bryce, when, you know, I know you talked about it a little bit, you know, Eddie Jackson uh, being a piece there. I like Roquan Smith. I think he's I a really, too. really solid linebacker. I do too. Again, like, should he be one of the three best players on your team? That's tough um, to say. I don't know. It's tough to say because I feel like there's a shift where linebackers are like super important right now. I mean, we look at all the best linebackers in the game. I mean, they, they impact the game everywhere, almost every single week. When you look at the Fred Warners, the Darius Leonard's, uh, the, you know, the Khalil Max. I mean, when you look at guys like that, uh, I mean, it's hard to ignore him. So, I mean, I like Rokon Smith a lot. And I think with Matt gone, I think he's going to get a lot more recognition. Um, we'll see if Nicholas Morrow can make a comeback. Uh, miss me on Matt Adams from the Colts. I mean, he, the dude was, he was just a special teams guy. This is totally an Eberflus, you know, signing, which is fine. Um, but I mean, yeah, this, this defense isn't great. Um, you know, guys like Kirk Cousins and Aaron Rodgers, they're going to have field days with that. So it'll, it'll be interesting to see. Yeah. I, I, um, in terms of some interesting pieces, I mean, I'm kind of off Cole commit, but maybe he has a decent year. I, uh, I still have hope. I, I I'm, I'm not as crazy on some of these, you know, but, but this is the type of thing you're relying upon right now. If you're Chicago guys like Cole commit to really take a step and, and, and turn up a notch and, and, and we'll see what Eva does in his uh, first year at the helm. Uh, next up, uh, Deke, your team, man, uh, the Detroit lions, uh, who, uh, I'll just be honest with you, Deke. I like them a lot. And I'd like to start off with discussing this podcast, please, because I think they will have a better record than the Green Bay Packers. I am time out. I want to ask you a question. Yeah. Are you willing to lock that in? Sure. No, 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 no. You say it with conviction or you don't say it at all. All right, all right, right, here we go. Here we go. You ready? Here we go. Here we go. Let's just do it. Let's just do it. Let's do it for the fans. Detroit, Dan Campbell. I'm going all in on you. I'm done if you don't hit this. Here we go. Detroit, you are going to have a better record 
the the Green Bay Packers. You are going to have a better record than the Green Bay Packers. Say this it. is this is the hottest take that I will this, have this. coming out of the oven in this division. <laughs> I am all in on this team. I actually wow. really like this team, and I will explain. I, here, here's why. Here's why. I was texting about it with D two. I I was. Uh, he knew I was coming in hot. I don't think he wow. was coming in that hot. No, I did I not. Think, I think that Ooh. this is a team that is starting to get the right idea of how to build a football team. Their offensive line is very strong. And if you wanted to argue with me that it's the best offensive line in the division, guess what? I'd probably agree. The running game the running game, I really like. I like Swift. I think he has a chance to have a massive season this year. I think Jamison Williams might end up being a guy that, you know, like that, that what maybe doesn't start off with the bang, but as the year progresses and he starts to get healthier, Bryce, I think he has a chance to, to come in and edge a role here. Shark is a nice pickup, and I think St. Brown is not a joke. And when I look at the defense, I'm in on the defense. I think Hutchison could have a nice year. I'm looking at rookie of the year for him. Uh, I think when when you're looking at Akuda, who I, you know, I would hope that he would step up after the last couple seasons. Uh, I'm not crazy on their linebackers at all. Miss with Anzalone, please. But okay. I, I like I like what uh, I like what Detroit's building, and I like them a lot. I I have them over the Packers. Uh, I have God, them. Cool. I, in fact, I fact, I don't think I, I, in fact, I have Detroit second in the division. I have, I have Detroit second in the division. I have green Bay third in the division. I think, I think Detroit, I really like what they're doing, Bryce. God bless it, dude. I mean, so I'll be honest. Like I, I like Detroit too. I actually really do. Um, I was thinking about this and, and Caleb kind of took the words of my mouth. I'm not going to say that they're going to be better than the green Bay Packers, but I just want to, I, I want to point out that the, the football gods have smiled upon Detroit the past couple of drafts, yeah. you know, with, with the first seven picks bungling Panay Sewell an offense, a, a, you know, a generational talent on the offensive line. And then the Jaguars completely bungling their number one overall pick and leaving the Lions to get Aiden Hutchinson. And they were also able to pick up um, uh, Jamison Williams as well, who will probably miss, you know, a good portion of the year at the beginning here, but but could make be an impact player later on. And and, and you know what? I'm happy for them. Deke, I'm happy for you. I am happy for you uh, because I feel like this is turning in. This is shaping up to be a solid roster. Um, Caleb, I think me, you and Zach, we all need to eat it on Dan Campbell. Uh, We crapped on that hiring so hard. And you know what? The guy's passionate. Uh, He believes in what he's doing. He has his roster believing in what what they're doing. Big, massive props to, to them. Massive props. Um, I love the draft room videos. That just shows you the energy that they have in there. Yeah. Um, and they, they celebrate good players. They value good players. Uh, so I'm excited for this team. I'm telling you what, dude, it's not, oh, we're playing the Lions this week. That's it's, exactly right. You know, we're playing the Lions this week. We better not mess around. You know, like, yeah. like they, they can, they can come out and beat you. And I think DeAndre Swift is going to have a really good season. I, I, I think DJ Chark, he's basically on a prove it deal. And, and that's really good value for Detroit, for a team like Detroit. Yeah. As your wide receiver too, it's DJ Chark. Are you kidding me? Yeah. And we saw flashes from, from guys like Quintez Cephas last season. Uh, you know, hopefully with the wide receiving core, it'll take some pressure or, or some attention off TJ Hawkinson. He can have a back ba- bounce back season. Yeah. Like you said, that offensive line is solid. I love it. Um, I, I like Hutchinson. I like Brockers there. My boy Okuda better come back strong, dude. Otherwise, he's going to find himself cut. Uh, but I mean, Detroit really didn't do a lot in the off season as far as free agency goes. They, they like I said, they got Chark. I like the Deshaun Elliott 
uh, oh, yeah, uh, signing. That's a, I, that's a that's a under the radar signing. I feel like that's an upgrade from from uh, from Marlow. Uh, so I mean, it, I, 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 I'm kind of liking it, man. I'm kind of liking it. Ravens I will HQ. See. Ravens HQ was mad about Elliot. Really? Yeah, wow. If Ravens HQ is upset about it, which H- by Ravens, the way, Ravens which by HQ. the way, just some foreshadowing. Yeah. Are we, uh, are, are we, we got Ravens HQ locked in for, we, for, we have, we have that, we have that confirmed. Yeah, uh, baby. Ravens HQ. So you we, have something we, to look forward to yeah, later that on. Confirmed. That we, is very exciting. HQ anyway. was disappointed. They were disappointed. It was disappointed. It was disappointed about the move with Elliot, but Deke, you know, I, this is your team, man. And I cannot imagine how happy you are with the way that your team is coming together here. And I mean, what, what are you seeing from this Detroit team? What do you think that they can be at the end of the season? I mean, I'm ecstatic. Like it's been a long time coming. I've only seen like three winning seasons in my 24 years of being alive. So that's good. I nice to always God. get one of those. Um, good God. I mean, objectively like the worst part of their offense is not even that not it's bad it's jared golf at quarterback i think every other position that a lot of the other positions they have covered are pretty solid like wide receiving core you guys forgot to talk about khalif raymond and josh reynolds that'll be there too you're right you're yeah. right yeah a couple couple touchdowns there at the back end of the season um i'd say with um Akuda, he just needs to get healthy. That's the biggest part about it is like the past two seasons, he's just gone down in like the first two, three games of the season. It's just hurt him a little bit. But if we can get him back, if we can get that O-line perfect, like this is this will be the first year if we can get all of them here that will have all five of those guys on the O-line. And that gives awesome. plenty of time for Jared Goff to sport those new weapons. Um, we can set up play action with uh, DeAndre Swift and – and the running back core we have. And then if hopefully we can, uh, our defense is definitely the, definitely the linebackers like Anzalone and Chris border just God awful. And I think we need to upgrade out of them. But really besides that, I, I can definitely see us taking like the second in the division. I'm not as hot as you are Caleb about him. I see him taking second. Um, but it's, it's very hot contention. I feel like the NFC North is as competitive as it as it has been in a while. I, I just, to be honest with you, one of the reasons I like it, Deke is I just don't really think it's a slam dunk here that Green Bay. I mean, if you're interested, if you're a better and you're interested in the divisions, it is plus not 850 or 950 on FanDuel for Detroit to win the division. Oh, it's 10 to 1. That's incredible. If are I'm you just, laying? Are you laying on that? Uh, Vegas might have a slip already, Bryce. They may have a bed slip already. Uh, Deke, are you laying that? It's rumored. Uh, we'll see. We'll it's see. Rumored. It's. I mean, that's that's decent value, though. Yeah, that's not. It's. It's that's not pretty terrible. good value. I don't I know. Mean, if I throw much on it, but it's a good long shot odd. Like just throw a, like it, five, yes, ten bucks yes. on it. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's it's just a long shot thing, and I I think when you're looking at Detroit right now, I I, I get what you're saying, Deke, about golf, and that kind of leads me into this question for you. I mean. No matter what happens, like, okay, so say, say Jared, say Detroit does what I predict, predict second place in the division. You're really close to a playoff spot, but you may be just barely missing. Is golf done? I wouldn't say he's, he's done. I, I think they definitely, after this season, after this, I would say this first, this rebuilding year, um, the start of the rebuilding year, I'd say, See how golf does. See what your prospects are for next year's draft. Maybe see if we can get a quarterback. Keep golf on for another year. Have him kind of mold that quarterback. Get him ready for that time. Or if we need to, we can set up a trade or something. But I don't see golf being any type of permanent long term, long term quarterback. He just isn't built for that. I don't think. So Bryce, if they are better than what they've been in the past, and they don't get a top level pick in next year's draft. They don't get some of these top end prospects that we like to talk about. Where would you, where do you like, where are you at on golf in Detroit? And if it doesn't go right, what do you think we should expect from Detroit at quarterback? Well, I mean, I obviously you want to, you want to examine the market um, and and see what, what you're kind of looking at. Um, 
you know, in the draft. Um, I don't know how strong the quarterback draft is going to be. Obviously, you're going to have a lot of guys that are going to go top. Um, you know, we expect C.J. Stroud, Bryce Young uh, to, to come out. Those are going to be the two uh, hottest names in the draft. Yeah. Next season. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know what? What wouldn't be bad? I mean, there's quite there's quite a few free agent quarterbacks that, that will be on the market next season. Um, it'll be interesting to see what happens with a guy like Jimmy Garoppolo. I agree with that. Um, you know, Baker Mayfield and Sam Darnold will be on the market. Teddy Bridgewater, uh, Daniel Jones, uh, you know, guys like that. I, I know that this isn't like top-notch names, oh. but if you think it's something to get you over the hump, maybe a little bit, maybe get you in the playoffs, you, you might you might look at it. Uh, you know, I, a guy that would probably go kind of under the radar, Gardner Minshew. I still don't feel like he's gotten a fair shake. I mean, could you imagine him with Dan Campbell's energy? It'd be a lot of highlights. And a then we have we we have a reunion with DJ Chark potentially. Yeah, if he resigns. Yeah, and he, I like I mean, that if the, actually. If the worst thing comes with the Baker Darnold thing, I mean, if they don't take Baker, maybe Baker could go to Detroit if need be. Yeah, I mean, there are options. I mean, I don't want to write off Jared Goff yet because I feel like he can he can be a a solid quarterback in the league. I know we rag on him a lot, but I mean, given the the guys that he's been given now, it almost seems I'm not saying this is exactly like the Rams, but he has the weapons. To, to make plays. I don't think he's got the play caller like McVeigh, but we're going to see we're it, It's kind of a make or break for, for Jared Goff, honestly. So yeah. it'll be interesting to see and follow and, and see how the season progresses. Cause I don't like Blau or Boyle. I don't think those are the answers. Not either. a chance. Not well, a chance. <laughs> and, and Deke, the other thing that I think when, when talking you know, Detroit, we mentioned it and glossed over it, talked about what we think of Swift, what we think of Brown, what we think of Chuck, what we think of Williams and Hawkinson. I mean, Deke, when I start thinking about it a little bit, this has got to be the best skill group Detroit's had in quite a long time, right? When you're talking oh, yeah. about, you know, those five guys, I mean, how much of that how much does that explosiveness really change things in your opinion for Detroit next season? Oh, it changes a lot. Like uh, I know in the past, it's really, it's never really been a cold group. Like the wide receiving core has never really been an amazing thing. It's maybe been one, two guys like golden Tate. I think it was 20, 2016, maybe 2017. It was golden Tate or Calvin Johnson. It was never really that core of wide receivers, but now that we have such a, diverse core it doesn't it's it's taken that load off of hawkinson it's taken maybe giving more shots to amon st brown it's adding more with dj chark it's, it's getting those more of those pieces it's giving more options to golf so he's not stuffled in the pocket and he has to throw away or he has to make he has to make a tough pass by moving around he's going to have more more people to throw to than just one person two people yeah um look i got him second place I got him second place. Uh, bold. I'm, that is I'm, bold. I, hey, look, I'm, I'm coming out of the oven hot, baby. Which I, also, I, I, which I, also worries me because you're going all in on the Vikings, which no, I feel like you all in, all in to stretch, all in to stretch. But I like Minnesota to win. I like Minnesota to win the division. Spoil. I like Minnesota to win the division, and uh, but but I, I like Detroit finishing second. Hmm. Mm. So I Bryce, actually, what do you got? What do you got here? What, where's where's the I'm, I'm going to stick with third. I just don't think I can do it. Um, even though I like them a lot, I wouldn't be shocked if they finished second by, by any stretch of the imagination, but um, I'm going to stick with third, but they're making progress. They're, they're heading in the right direction. Deke. Well, I had them, I have them two second, but I have them um, in a tiebreaker with the Vikings okay. them having, and then green Bay first and green bay first well let's get into the green bay packers uh the green bay packers in the nfc north um what a god-awful offseason <laughs> i mean when you're thinking about the green bay packers i mean you're talking about a team that you know says they want to go and get these championships bryce but then doesn't want to keep 
the top tier talent <sighs> and mostly and you can really honestly point to one thing and that is Aaron Rodgers contract uh, as to why they don't have the talent in place why the receiving group is top three guys or Alan Lazard Christian Watson and Sammy Watkins and you know to me I just think people are underestimating Adams in the equation. And I think that push comes to shove. I just don't think they did enough to be a football team that could compete at a high enough level offensively and defensively. I think defensively they made some moves. I'm not, but again, I just don't the ceiling. I just think at some point it's going to fall. At some point, it's going to fall because you're not doing enough to improve the things around him. And so I'm kind of thinking it's this year. But Bryce, when you're looking at Green Bay, what do you see? What are you thinking about what their season could be? Um, I mean, I think it's the Green Bay Aaron Rodgers. I mean, I mean, that's really what, what the what what you're looking at. Uh, they went all in on, on Aaron Rodgers, and I understand why. But at what cost? You lost maybe arguably the best receiver in the game uh, because of it. And now you're stuck with uh, Wash, Randall Cobb, um, Alan Lazard, who's yet had a chance to prove himself. Um, Hamstring. uh, (laughs) I should call him Hammy Watkins. Hammy Watkins. You're stuck with him. And then a rookie with and Christian Watson, who is going to take time to develop a rapport and trust with Aaron Rodgers because we know how that goes. Yeah. Um, yep. I mean, they, they, they've always valued the offensive line. It, it's whether it, it can stay healthy or not. Back to Yari, it seems like he practically lives on IR these days. Yeah. Um, I, I don't feel like we talk about that enough. Bakhtiari is, we, we praise him so much, but he has been no, hurt he, a he's, lot. He's hurt a lot. A lot. But Runyon, Myers, Newman, Jenkins, all solid. They're all solid. Um, I like them a lot. They did lose their depth, though. Dennis Kelly, I think, was, was kind of a big loss for them. Um, you know, as a, as a swing guard, he signed with the Colts, which, you know, I love it for my Colts, obviously. Or a swing tackle is what he is. Um but but the Packers just didn't value some of these guys that they lost. Zadarius Smith, gone. Devontae Adams, gone. Billy Turner, gone. Dennis Kelly, gone. Lancaster, gone. St. Brown, gone. A lot of nice pieces. Marquez Valdez-Scantley. Gone. Yeah, Valdez-Scantley, gone. They lost a lot, and they didn't add a lot. That's nope. the thing. Like I, I don't. I, I'm not impressed by anything that they did. I think they have a nice core on the defense with with Alexander um, and Devondre Campbell, Rashawn Gary. I like and Preston Smith. I like those guys. I think they yeah. still have a solid defense. But what it could have been had, had they right. had Aaron Rodgers, you know, stop being, you know, a diva and egotistical and need all the money. He should have taken the James Harden route. I can't believe I'm even saying that. He should have taken the James Harden route. Go spend money where you need to and give me the rest. Well, and, you know, I don't know. Yeah, and, and Deke, I think the part that's interesting when you're thinking about Rodgers and the, you know, the money that was given to him was the fact that every single year he always says, I need receivers, I need receivers, I need receivers. Right. But like everyone always said, well, he has Devontae. And so, you know, that's a, at least a start. But you want to add more. Right. Well, you lost the, 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 the gold. You lost the, you know, the key to unlock everything. Uh, the security blanket, the guy that made something happen with none, with nothing there. And, you know, I, what do you think of, of their team right now? And. You know, are you kind of like Bryce and I here and not crazy on their offseason? Do you think it's not going to matter? And Aaron just puts them on their back. Like, like, what do you think of when you think about Green Bay? Yeah, I think it's just going to be another Aaron, another year of Aaron Rodgers just putting on, put the team on his back. And they've never, they they always bungle their signings for him. Like, look, they signed what, Quay Walker and Devontae Wyatt out of Georgia. And those both defensive signings. Hmm. How's that going to help him on the offensive side? Hmm. 
Um, I think they just like who's going to step up for Devontae Adams? He had what it was like fifteen hundred yards, something like that, last season, and the next person up is Alan Lazard with what five hundred yards? My gosh! And I, Aaron Rodgers is a little bit of a head case because it's he's hard to form a relationship with, and that's what separates him from being able to that fifteen hundred yards with Devontae Adams versus the five hundred right. yards with Alan Lazard is. Is he really going to try and make this connection with these wide receivers? If maybe he's got two, maybe the three seasons left and maybe him in there, like what's, what's he benefiting from that? He's just kind of a head case. So I just don't see that. And then with just the general management bungling, all of those signings, getting rid of Zadarius Smith, who also went to the Vikings. So it's going to be immediately going to be. Yeah. Especially with Valdez Scantley, who is one of the other um, targets I know he liked to throw to. So I just I see Aaron Rodgers carrying him on their back, and then the the signings they did have on defense helping them in the future. Yeah, Bryce, when with Green Bay, I think we've expected. There's always been a you know, hey, they're they're just it's automatic. It's automatic. They're they're an automatic in. They're automatic first place. They're just automatic. Mm-hmm. Um, do you believe that the division is catching up to them? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you have to. I mean, we're going to talk about the Vikings. I mean, they made some power moves. And um, I think the Lions, they're finally shaping their roster into something that's going to be competitive and hey we're gonna get after you we're not gonna make it easy anymore it's not gonna be you don't need to televise our games no you you better turn on the tv because you're gonna get a classic nfc north battle you know i i think that that's where we're headed in chicago who knows who knows but yeah i mean i think it is starting to catch up i think it, everyone needs to be considered a threat just about i agree everyone needs to be considered a threat uh, Green Bay should not put themselves in the pedestal. Um, if they do, they're going to get brought down. Uh, it's the lowest I've been on Green Bay in years. Uh, I, I just, you know, look, I'm not saying that Aaron Rodgers isn't great or whatever. I'm just saying I, I think the division's got a lot better around them. And I think at some point you're going to see some of these losses in specific spots hurt him, hurt their team, hurt the organization. I just kind of think it's this year, guys. I'm just being honest. I, I don't think they're going to be like bad. I just, I just think the division got better. And because I think that, you know, Detroit's one of those teams to me where they're young enough, where if you like, they put together a solid win streak or something early in the year, like that's going to be a, a, a good sign for them because good teams that come out with a hot fire are really, really tough. And, and honestly, I think Minnesota signed the right pieces where I'm, I'm intrigued by what they can be and in, in the roster that they have and the deepness that they have. So uh, I just, I just don't think green Bay can rest on what they're trying to rest on. Um, number one, it, it, the fact that they're trying to rest on a guy that hasn't has been frankly disappointing when it matters in Rogers. I yeah. think you, you, you can, it, it, so it's not like, there's not a you know a book of examples you can give to suggest that he should be this. You do everything you can to only keep him. I mean, sure, he's won the MVP multiple times, just right. But I, I just I don't see the idea of just getting rid of everything you have. And in football, I, this is in basketball. I think you guys would agree. Basketball, one star can change an entire series. It can change an entire game in the NFL. It simply doesn't work like that. No, it, it, it's nice. It's very nice. And it might help you in a stretch of time, but it does. It, it's not something that carries you through a season. Mm-hmm. And I, that's also where I'm at is I think they are. They are so reliant on that elite season. And we'll see. We'll see. I like that division. I think the team that's coming up uh, in Minnesota, uh, I, I look, I, I like I like their team. I like what they're doing. Uh, I think they made a great decision to overhaul uh, everything that they had there. Uh, Bryce, I think you and I talked about just the idea of if they're going to get, you know, really kind of overhauling what they've done in the past with Mike Zimmer, uh, the front office. Uh, getting completely different changes. 
Um, this is an offensive line. I find Bryce to be incredibly underrated. I think the defensive, I think the defense made some really solid pickups as, you know, as you have mentioned uh, with Darius Smith, uh, with Tomlinson inside, uh, there's P Jordan Hicks. There's pieces on this team uh, from a drafting standpoint that I like. And I, I I'm in on this team. I, I just, I think they're going to have a nice year and I think it's set up for that. Uh, where, what do you see with Minnesota? Uh, just kind of big picture here. Do you think they're a playoff team? Do you think that they're going to, uh, be inconsistent again? Where, where does your mind go? Uh, I think they can absolutely be, be the, be a playoff team. And I think that they can win the division. Um, you know, I think bringing in a Sean McVay disciple is really going to open up that offense and, and not be as conservative. I think it's going to be big plays, big plays, Dalvin Cook, Dalvin Cook, down your throat. Um, so I'm excited to see what this offense looks like. And I, and I, again, I, know I feel like we say it a lot, but it's a put up or shut up for Kirk Cousins. We're going to find out. You, you finally have a pass happy offense. Okay. Are you going to turn into Kirk Cousins, the one that, you know, has a bunch of empty stats, or are you going to do something that's meaningful and that matters, especially in this division? Are you going to beat the big, bad Aaron Rodgers? Are you going to make a throw? Are you going to make a play to do that? We're going to find out this season. Well, you're going to find another reason. And just to add on to that point, uh, and Deke, I, you know, like for you to comment after this, it's like if Kirk Cousins has a rising talent like Jefferson and Thielen who, you know, doesn't, I think it's fair to say the years are coming up soon for him in terms of being a a talented NFL receiver. How much pressure do you think is on a guy like cousins to win the division, to have a top six to seven season at quarterback this year? Hmm. I'd say like for cousins, I mean, he's been kind of average. Like I think it's been floated around. Like he's Mr. 500. Cause he damn near his record. Every, every season ends up being around 500 win percentage. And um, I think for himself as well as his career, he needs to take that jump and it doesn't even necessarily have to be winning the division. It could be, being a close second by one game off or winning, making sure you get into the playoffs with the wild card and stuff like that. It's just that consistency that he needs to continue forth. Cause there's one of two things that's been critical with the, the Vikings. Cause I saw they've won. I think it's of their nine losses. Seven of them were single digit close games. Mm. And two of the things that came from that were Kirk cousins, not being able to step up in a clutch moment, make a pass and turning over the ball. And then their mm. defense, just letting teams just run down their throat, run yeah. down the field and either get a field goal or just get that winning touchdown and go and get that go ahead, leaving them not enough time. That's mm-hmm. just two things that that need to be changed for, for the Vikings to get that, to win that division or get that close second and get into the wild card. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, Bryce last season, 4,000 yards, 30 touchdowns, seven interceptions. I think anyone would consider that a really solid year. Um, and that's going to be tough, I think, to match that season. So if you're if you're Minnesota, you know, you have Dalvin Cook running running one thousand one hundred yards. You like what do you think with you know kind of coming in? Do you think we will see or what are you hearing about what Minnesota wants to build with this new coaching staff offensively? Well, I mean, I, I, we've heard Justin Jefferson speak in the offseason like this is much more of a pass pass friendly offense. And he feels like he's going to be the number one wide receiver um, after the season. So, I mean, I they want to build a high power offense, I would assume, similar to uh, the Rams. Um, just explosive big plays, lots of points, um, a lot of a lot of poise and and uh, flash doing it. But I, I think they ultimately want want to be in charge of this division. I think they, they know, I think uh, Kevin O'Connell knows, you know, this is kind of the time where you can, you can step up and make a statement and say, all right, we're, we're going to control the division here for a little while. Um, And we think that we got the base, the guys and the basis to do it. Um, You know, could you tweak, could you get 
you know, a few more pieces on defense. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Um, but I mean, they're right there. They're right there. I think they have a roster that's ready to rock. I don't, I don't know about Super Bowl, but, but uh, playoffs for sure. I agree. They should expect playoffs. I like Deke, you know, talk same along the same lines as Detroit. You know, it seems like this is a group in Minnesota with Jefferson, with Thielen, with Osborne, with Smith and, and Cook that, that's got a lot of talent, excitement for Minnesota Viking fans and, and havoc that, that can be created, uh, you know, for defenses. Um, with a new and an offensive minded coach, do you feel like these pieces that they have will only get better? now that Zimmer is out of the way and they're going to transition to a more offensive-minded coach? Oh, 100%. Um, just with those, with Dalvin Cook, like, it was like, how many, was it 1,000 yards last year rushing? Yeah, that around be, there. Yeah, yeah. That can be added more to that, especially with the additions of um, some more uh, offensive line or uh, with that new play calling scheme, that'll open up the field more too. It'll lean into more of that play action because they're yeah. going to be aggressive on the pass. Yeah. And when you're aggressive on the pass, that just leaves more, more room open for Dalvin cook. Cause then they will be going more man and more zone. And it'll just leave that leave Dalvin cook open to run havoc. I think with Dalvin, he, he definitely has the ability to break and, and change a game. And that's huge. I think, for a team that has kind of a fringe top 15 type of guy and cousins like Bryce and I have discussed many times before. And when it comes to what this offense does, I think we know the explosiveness that that's going to give, but the defense I think has been kind of the, the thing that everybody's kind of like, man, you know, it's missing something. It's just it, whatever it is, we can't find it. it it's not, it's not there. They don't have enough. You know, Bryce, I think they tried to address it. I don't think yeah. they ignored it. I think they tried. I think they took some, you know, they went out, they, they got Lewis CNA, they, they went out and got Patrick Peterson. They went out and, you know, got Hicks. And they, this is, this is not a team that's messing around on defense. Uh, how do you think that this unit will play compared to last year's unit who had, you know, the likes of Michael Pierce and et cetera? I mean, I think I think they'll play well. I mean, they have a lot of veterans on that team, um, you know, anywhere from Harrison Phillips, Dalvin Tomlinson, Daniil Hunter, Kendricks, Hicks, Smith, Peterson, Harrison Smith, um, you know, that are really going to help out. They they know where to be. They know what to do. They, they've they been in, in games like this before. So they're going to help some of these young guys. Um, so I think they're going to work well. Um, you know, they really needed a pass rush. Uh, I think they addressed that greatly. Um, and then they, they just need to hold down the secondary. I think that that's what it's going to come down to because, again, it's a pass-happy league. Um, they have guys that want to throw the ball in, in this division, so they got to be solid. they got to be solid and get pressure on the quarterback. Well, and, and I think what helps them, obviously, is you're facing – like, I think, Deke, it's – Detroit's obviously improved at wide receiver – but I don't know if I'm sitting there afraid that Goff's going to throw the ball 40 times, right? Like it's just going to be, he's going to throw 20, 25, and he's just really going to try to be accurate. I don't think Chicago's going to be doing much in the passing game. So I think Minnesota can get away with some of this stuff right now. You know, and I yeah, think yeah. really you kind of have to, you know, take it from the lens of just this division only because you you're playing six of your games against these teams. Do you have, do you think that this defense will take a step up or do you feel like the same problems are going to happen from last season? It's just going to be a repeat again. I think with the new additions, they'll definitely take a step up. I feel like they're missing just a leader in the defense. And I think with that leader, they can definitely excel, but I, I can definitely see them getting better this next season, but I think they'll fall into some of the same tendencies. Um, I can see them maybe losing some of those later games again, um, just by those, uh, just their defense getting back down and back to back into the corner and not being able to fight. I think the additions help, but like I said, yeah, I think they may go down that same path. I, uh, Bryce, a, a pipe dream for Minnesota, if they could do it, if he doesn't, if the contract negotiations don't go a lot better, 
Uh, Jesse Bates comes to mind for me is just someone who would make a that would be defense. interesting. That would a be huge, interesting. Huge, def- huge difference there. Yeah, we'll see if that ends up happening. But man, I'd be a team I would keep my eye on. I think that'd be a big time piece for that unit. Uh, so, yes, I will have them. Uh, I will have I am on the, the train for them. I'll take Minnesota first place. I like what they're doing. I like what they're building. Uh, I'm in on Minnesota. Uh, in order, I have Minnesota, Detroit, Green Bay, and Chicago. Deke, where do you have Minnesota? And then can you give a one through four of what you believe the division will be? So I have them as a uh, third, but like I said, all of it's pretty close. I'd say it's all the, right, so the first I got the Packers winning out the division somewhere around 11 and five or 11 and six. And then just, just right behind them, I have the Vikings and the Lions actually with an eight and nine record. Lions winning that, uh, that, that tie, them taking the second, Vikings taking the third, and then the, Bear, the Bears just down in the dumps and fourth. Bryce? I'm going to go Minnesota, Green Bay, Detroit, Chicago. So you have Minnesota number one as well. Yeah, yeah, I, I like it. Uh, you know, you know me, man. Like Justin Jefferson's my guy. I I told you, yeah, you when we were in college, <laughs> sitting in the food court. I told you Justin Jefferson's going to be something. And uh, right. sure enough, here You're we right. are. Here You're we right. are. Yeah. Here we are. So you know that's my guy. You know I got to rock with him. Yeah, no doubt about it. Um, Deke, so so great to to have you on to talk this yes thank you it was it was uh yeah it was it was fun to be able to do that uh we originally were you know we 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 were thinking we were going to go in in a different direction within time and dates and all that stuff worked out to be able to have uh you come on this week and so uh it was great uh i'm loving it uh next week uh bryce we will be getting into the afc east Yes, sir. Uh, Buffalo, Buffalo, Jets, Miami, New England, uh, you know, a ton of offseason uh, movement uh, with those teams. That'll be fun to dissect. Uh, we have plenty other uh, divisional podcasts coming up uh, with guests uh, that I think everybody's going to really enjoy. Uh, this is something I always enjoy doing, just kind of going through um, as the, the rosters start to, to, to formulate. Uh, less questions, training camp closer. Um, it's always a blast to do this. Uh, and so, you know, hope everybody enjoyed this. And uh, thank you very much for listening to the Lindsay Annie Podcast. <laughs>